0: You were living your life, climbing the ladder and carving out a career for yourself. You had big plans and big ideas, and then you had a baby and everything changed. Just like that. All of it came to a screeching halt.
1: Maybe you kept working or maybe you stayed home. Either way, your world suddenly became very small.
0: And though you were never alone, you were always lonely. You silently asked yourself, where did I go? Who is that tired-looking woman staring back at me in the mirror?
1: Until you remembered something very important. You aren't just a mother. You are a mother plus artist, a mother plus entrepreneur, a mother plus musician, a mother plus yogi. You can have an identity
0: outside of motherhood. My name is Stacy Hudson. I'm a mother to two under four plus writer, certified health coach, aspiring entrepreneur,
1: and athlete. My name is Stephanie Springer. I'm a mother to 10 and 15-year-old girls, plus writer, music therapist, producer, singer, and
0: teacher. Here, we will interview mom bosses, entrepreneurs, artists, athletes, and passionate hobbyists and talk about how to find the thing that lights you up again.
1: You're in there. We know it. You just have to find her again. Welcome Welcome to to the the Mother Plus Podcast. Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mother Plus Podcast. I'm Stephanie Springer, and I'm here with my co-host, Stacy. Hi, Stacy.
0: Hi, Steph. Hi, everybody.
1: So we're just so excited for this episode because we get to talk about something that I'm sure isn't on any of your minds or in your brains at all. We're going to talk about Encanto today. Yeah. Um and not just all the songs that are stuck in your head, although maybe a few of them. Some of you probably have this movie playing on loop um, and and you maybe don't wanna talk about Encanto. Oh, kind of like- Oh, or Bruno. mm, Yeah, see what I'm doing there? But we're gonna talk about Encanto in a different sort of way. We're gonna look at Encanto through the Mother Plus lens today. And at the risk of us sounding like we're just a couple crazy Disney moms, which, like,
0: I <laughs> Which I Steph am. totally is. <laughs>
1: I, to- I totally am. But this movie, it speaks to us. Yeah.
0: The characters, the songs. I, it's, I can't explain to you how much this movie speaks to me. And I'm not one to necessarily jump on a bandwagon just to do it because I remember when it first came out, I saw it all over Instagram and Facebook and people were talking about it left and right. You know, they, my daughter said they were playing the soundtrack in her school and they did an Encanto dance party. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I watched it and I was like, oh. And then the first watch to me is not, is not the 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 thing that changes you. It's like the second or third. And it's once you've listened to the music enough that you understand like, this is deep. Right. <laughs> Right? My
1: kids totally. My kids were listening to the soundtrack before the movie came out. So, Surface Pressure was the one that mm-hmm. if you are like an overachieving firstborn, which I am, and I I have an overachieving firstborn, Surface Pressure was like her song, but so the kids were like super into the soundtrack. And and so I knew some of it, but then when we watched it together on Christmas Day, I am not ashamed to say that on my first viewing, I actually um, sobbed uncontrollably through uh, uh, most of the ending. Um, A lot of
0: people do. I mm-hmm. did too. I Even did the too. part about
1: like that song with the caterpillar and the butterflies so, and you so have to you like that? let each other yes. go and come back together. Oh my God. I was I like <laughs> ugly I crying. Know. It was, it
0: was, bad. Oh, the, and then, the war part. Uh, yeah. Oh, and when he disappears and you're just like, oh, okay. No. Like you, 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 you wonder what your child is thinking happened to this man right back. Right. <laughs> right, right.
1: Well, but like the metaphors for us as moms, like the the movie was rich with metaphors. And then I actually, after we decided we were going to talk about Encanto, my daughter just happened to suggest it for Friday night movie night. And I was like, oh, perfect. We can watch it again. And maybe I'll be like a little less emotional about it, which that was not actually the case. But... <laughs> I did watch it with a more detailed eye to be aware of all these brilliant metaphors that we're about to drop on you. So like grab your notebooks and like get ready. <laughs> yeah. Have your minds blown. Probably not. <laughs> you guys are probably already, you're probably on top of the metaphors, but okay. Stace, what do you want to start with?
0: Let's start Lu- with Louisa. Let's start with Louisa. I love Louisa. I I I go back and forth between having a favorite character because they're all so relatable <laughs> in different ways, but but Louisa, she, to me, is the metaphor for the pressure that we feel every day as moms to be everything for our kids and yet still take care of ourselves. Yep. The surface pressure. What do you think about that stuff? Yeah. The surface ab- pressure.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, and I think
0: every, so, so many people can re- relate to Louisa for various pressures, but this, you know, whoever is watching it, it's like the eye of the beholder, like, you're like, that's me. I am Louisa trying to hold it all up.
1: Right. Give you know? it to your sister. Your sister's stronger. Except we're, we're the sister or no sister. Like, give it to mom. Give it to right. mom. Mommy exactly. will take care of everything. You have a problem? Bring it to mommy. Mommy's stronger. She'll make it better.
0: And then when she goes into the part about when she's like riding the donkey corns. And it's, <laughs> but wait, if I could shake the crushing weight of expectations. Would that free some room up for joy or relaxation or simple pleasures? Ah, instead we measure this growing pressure and you're just, ah, like, I'm like, yes, exactly. And that's what we talk about. Like free up
1: some room for joy, relaxation, or pleasure. Like like how obvious and yet, why do we not place joy, relaxation, and simple pleasure on par with the the burdens that we carry yeah. so Louisa is the the whole like Hercules metaphor, and then. To just like the setting down, the setting mm-hmm. down of some of your burden, which we'll come back to later. But no, Louisa is kind of the dark horse of this movie in that people thought that like the pretty flower girl was going to be the one that the kids and they were like, hell no, we want Louisa, Louisa right? Like, right. no, she was sort of the hero. But there's so much to be
0: learned from her right. as moms. And then and then and the moment at the end of the surface pressure, when Maribel gives her a hug and Louisa just kind of embraces and let's go and she's just so happy to be seen, you know. So beautiful. It's it's so beautiful. Do you want to talk about Isabella? No, I want you to talk about Isabella.
1: You want me to talk about Isabella? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So she's that metaphor for perfection and creativity, right? The grace, the beauty, the having it all together, the doing it the right way, even the like engagement to the perfect dude, right? She's she's the one where it's like you do it this certain way, right? Mm-hmm. These are the expectations and this is how you do
0: it. And of course my daughter likes Isabella the best because she knows she's the pretty one, which is kind of a little bit disappointing because I'm like, What what's wrong? What about Mirabelle? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like give her when, time. You know, yeah, exactly. But right now she's She's, she's all about, you know, the princess and her eyes Isabella mm-hmm. the princess. And I, and I actually wrote something on our Instagram yep. page about this, um, because, you know, you want to hate her in the beginning. You're like, okay, who's this girl? You know, obviously Mirabelle's not too fond of her, but then when you, when she sings her song, what else can I do now? I'm going to, I'm not going to sing it. Cause you know, I'm not a singer like stuff, but I'm going to read it to you. So, um, what could I do if I just grew what I was feeling in the moment? Do you know where you're going? Okay, sorry, I couldn't. See, no, you do you, you can sing it? <laughs> what could I do if I just knew it didn't need to be perfect? It just needed to be, and they'd let me be. And and she sings that song, and you're like, Oh, I get you now. I understand you. Like, you're a metaphor. <laughs> You're a metaphor for perfectionism, you know?
1: And perfectionism comes up often on this show, like in different forms, because some... There might be like the Pinterest perfection like we talked about in our extra episode like first day of school they all match and their chalkboards are really cute and their lunches are all these bento boxes or we've got our little mini mason jars with the berries we grew in the backyard and and that's your perfectionism and really you just want to say like fuck it and put a lunchable in there for a change you know maybe it's that or maybe it's the perfectionism of feeling like you always have to be 100% available to your kids, that they come first. Or I don't know, I feel like our motherhood perfectionism can manifest differently, but in whatever way it manifests for you, maybe you need to ask yourself, what else can I do? Right? Like, it's, it's hard when you feel like you have to do everything a certain way as
0: moms. Right, right. But then also, it's about creativity and about her realizing like, if she just lets go and let's be and let's flow, then this, like she can make this beautiful thing, which to me <laughs> is like what this podcast is about for us. And right. also for our listeners is that we don't have time to be perfect. We have very little time to do a whole, whole lot of anything. And so if we're really trying to find ourselves and find our creativity like there there's no room for perfectionism here we just have to just just do it you know
1: well and she ended up creating something that was prickly and mm-hmm. asymmetrical mm-hmm. and yet still beautiful and if we're just waiting till we create row after row of roses and we don't allow ourselves to look at the prickly lumpy thing that we just created and call that beautiful you know
0: Right. right, That was my favorite part
1: when the first like, oh my God, look what I just made. Like the cactus. Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm.
0: I love it. Yeah. So now, man. okay,
1: so Stacy has, I'm, I'm not throwing you under the bus here, but she had a list and Bruno is not on it, and I'm putting Bruno on it, just so we can all sing it together from our cars. Come on, everybody. We don't talk, don't talk about, about Bruno. Bruno. No, no, no. Anyway, but Bruno, like, who was eliminated from this list, ironically, <laughs> we banished Bruno in the movie, right? right? And like, what does Bruno represent? Bruno represents honoring our freaking intuition right how many of us are shamed into silence whether by someone else or by our own selves to discount what we actually know to be true like ooh, this is uncomfortable for the world this is uncomfortable for my family or what would the pta moms think or the neighbors across the street i'm gonna banish myself i'm gonna banish my own intuition because it makes people uncomfortable like no we are going to let bruno
0: out and talk about bruno right and, and not it- playing and not enjoying playing with our kids and there you go all the things we talk about here that mm-hmm. maybe is a little faux pas but right. if if, if you if your intuition is telling you that you don't like sitting on the floor making voices then go with that or like <laughs> don't push it been- down
1: Right. Or you've been staying at home when you really miss like going back to work or you're working at a job you hate and what you really freaking want to do is be home. Like it, right. it goes, it goes all the ways. It's your intuition, not mine, not Stacey's. It's yours. So don't banish Bruno, let your Bruno mm-hmm. shine. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, okay. So we talked about Bruno. And then I think some, like a group of people that may get discounted that to me meant a lot at the end are the townspeople. So to me, they are a metaphor for all the help that exists around us that we just need to reach out and accept. And I think as moms, we are constantly, we do have people in our lives. We have neighbors, we have friends, we have family who are like, Oh, if you ever need a sitter or, you know, if there's anything you need, And we just don't feel comfortable actually taking them up on that offer. And I didn't for the first, you know, three, almost four years of of my motherhood. And I feel like more recently I've been saying, yeah, I could use some help. I, you know, just a few weeks ago, I had a doctor's appointment that I'd already canceled twice And I had to go to it. And I asked my neighbor who I'd met during the a new neighbor who I'd met during the holidays, who just loved my children and said, if you ever need a sitter, ask me. And so I called her up and she said, yes, you know, and she loved, it was great for her. She was so happy to spend time with, you know, Maggie and I, I got to go to my doctor's appointment and I was just like, I laid down my load and I accepted the help when
1: i was recovering from surgery that was a humbling time and there was one mom at my daughter's school who brought her home so many days so that like my husband could work part of a day and then, co- you know what I mean? She brought Sophie home with her. She brought Sophie home to our house. It was so awesome. And I had another friend who would host playdates with no no expectation of reciprocity just because she knew, you know, that it, that it was helpful. I had people bring me soup. I mean, it, it's humbling when you when you do open yourself up to your community helping you. But like that scene at the end of the movie, is just so beautiful when like, they clearly, they can't, they can't rebuild the house on their own. Like, and little
0: Antonio, I think it's everyone in town. I know. I'm just like, oh my God. I, I just, you're just the cutest thing I ever, but can, can you sing it for us stuff? What we have Oh here? shit.
1: No. How does it go? I can't I remember it, right? that. I lay down your load
0: we are only down the road you we have, have no it. gifts but we are many and we'll do anything for you see i love that <laughs> i wasn't
1: faking not knowing the tune i really i, I didn't like trap you there no really truly oh, oh that's no, okay i no, listened to
0: it, it on repeat I good just,
1: that's good no you yeah. you nailed it you didn't need me <laughs> Oh, Here's something funny, because I was telling Stacy, if anyone is like over in Kanto, don't be afraid to return to Frozen 2, people. It wasn't that long ago. And my daughter and I watched it last night. And again, like we both, my younger one and I, like so much bawling, just sobbing uncontrollably, but singing all the songs. And I was telling this to Stacy, and she told me that. Tell us, tell them,
0: tell them. I still haven't seen Frozen 2.
1: She hasn't seen Frozen. I mean, show yourself. You are the one you've been waiting for all of your life. I, I, no.
0: I don't even know the Frozen 2 soundtrack. Okay. So in our next. To me. Oh, my God. It's so I good. Know.
1: In our next episode, we'll talk about the metaphors of Frozen 2 and like you are the one that you've been waiting for. And, okay. But that's that's another that's another episode. So back to back to Encanto and our message. Okay, Stacy, take it. So from day
0: one, this podcast has been about helping you find who you are outside of motherhood. We are here to empower you. We are here to speak the things that maybe other people aren't saying. Um, And we're here to give you permission to get out there and do something for yourself. Find your thing, do your thing, find your podcast. And so uh, we decided to make something for you guys. It's called the permission slip. And in it, we talk about how you can change the way you see yourself and your needs and start putting yourself first. You can dive into who you
1: were before you became a mom, as well as who you want to be, the the woman you'd like to
0: become someday. We have tons of idea starters in here for finding the thing that lights you up again. If you're coming into this thinking, all right, I want to find the other side of my plus, but I have no idea what I want, like what I'm interested in anymore. I, I just don't remember or it's been too long or I, I just don't know what I what I like these days. In case you're feeling super stuck, because we did talk in one episode about
1: like finding the other side of your plus, you might not know and like you might need to do some brainstorming. So, But in addition to that list, we've got seven practical steps that you can take to make your passion happen in real life, like where you are right now, not in some kind of fantasy world. Because mm-hmm. practical steps are important. Um, sometimes that's the thing that prevents us from actually, like we can daydream, but it's like, where do I start? So mm-hmm. we got you on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. And all you have to do to get it is go to our signup page, which we are going to put in the show notes here and you just enter your name and your email and you can download it right away and we will also send it to your inbox so you have it and it's kind of like a little ebook from the Mother Plus podcast and called it's the free. permission slip and it's, it's free. free it's mm-hmm. free
1: so it's your permission slip to do your thing to find yourself to put yourself first mm-hmm. and this like metaphoric exploration of encanto just gave you a few more reasons to be like yes I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to lay down my load. I'm going to take the pressure off myself. I'm going to follow my intuition. I'm going to find out what else I can do.
0: And like I'm going to talk about Bruno.
1: Yeah, you are. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> indulging our singing. I can't wait to play this
0: back and just, oh man, you know, um, I actually am a little yeah. congested right now, so don't judge me too hard. And also no I'm judgment. not a singer. <laughs>
1: All right, everybody, we hope that you will check out our permission slip and give yourself the permission that you so very much deserve. Mm -hmm. And we will see you next time on the Mother Plus podcast.
0: Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mother Plus podcast. We cannot believe how many people out there are listening and loving our message. It's honestly a total, it's a dream come true for me and stuff. And we are just so grateful for all of you and for your views and comments and emails. And we wanted to make something for you to thank you and keep the momentum going. It's called the permission slip, as in you have permission to pursue acting. You have permission to pursue writing. You have permission to pursue hot air ballooning, if that's your thing. This guide is to help you find the other side of your plus in it, we will help you dive into who you were before you became a mom. And in turn, plan out the woman you want to become now that you are. It's so good, guys. We spent so much time on this. It's got everything you need to know to get your wheels turning. And most importantly, it also gives you practical steps you need to take to actually pursue your passions, even if you still have kids in diapers. All of this is available to you for free. You just have to visit motherplusser.com forward slash permission hyphen slip. That's motherplusser.com forward slash permission hyphen slip to download it. We hope that just by taking this one little step for yourself, it will put you on the path to find the thing that lights you up again. Go get it, Plusers! We'll see you next time.